Hi, I'm Lisa Kiss, and I'm the host of Be Mindful Podcast. I'm also the owner of Be Mindful Studio, where I am an astrologer and mindfulness consultant. This podcast is for the modern woman to feel grounded and learn to live with intention. Here we tap into mindfulness for both life and business. From community-driven leaders, conscious humans, heart-centered entrepreneurs, and beyond, we'll discover all the different ways mindfulness can be applied to you. My podcast is here to inspire and encourage you to be a little more mindful in your day-to-day so you can start living a more purpose-filled, self-aware life you love. Thank you so much for being here, and I look forward to seeing you in the show. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the Be Mindful podcast. I am really excited to be here recording this. Um, something new and different for me. It feels kind of uh, weird to just be talking to my computer with like no one to, I guess, have a conversation with, but I wanted the first few episodes of this to be sort of me explaining who I am and how I got to this point and and what my business is and what I do before um, starting the interviews with everybody. I have a long list of people who I'm going to be reaching out to and hopefully they're interested in taking part in this. So I wanted to take this first um, episode of the podcast to introduce myself and explain my journey into entrepreneurship. I love hearing how other entrepreneurs got to um, where they are and just like what sparked the idea to work for themselves. So I'm going to go through that and yeah. Stay tuned for that and see you in the show. So um, my entrepreneurship journey, I'm going to go all the way back to when I got my first job and then sort of explain the transition from that into working for myself because it all kind of is connected, I guess. So when I was 16 years old, I got my first job at the Bay. I was a co-op student in the visual merchandising department and sort of leveraged my way into being a sales associate. And I worked there for about three years. And in that time, I developed like a, a passion for fashion, if you will. And then um, two years later, so in 2015, I started a blog. It was like a fashion blog. And I started that because I wanted to build a portfolio because I wanted to study fashion when I graduated high school and I wanted to be a buyer. So um, in 2015, I started school at Ryerson. I did my whole first year online and got a certificate in retailing. And then I, well, I was doing a program with Parsons online that had to do with um, like an introduction to the fashion industry as well. But I did really want to get a degree at Ryerson, um, their commerce degree that focused on fashion buying. So in 2016, I moved to Toronto and I started the degree program there. So I was a full-time commerce student. I got my first internship in digital marketing for a fashion startup. And I think I still, I had a retail job and I was doing my blog because it was fun for me. Um, My blog was sort of like the first, like, 
it wasn't a business, but it was my own thing that I created. And it was like, I was, it's like self-disciplined with it, which when you have your own business, you have to be that way. So basically I had this year, it was a very busy year for me and I decided I didn't like living in Toronto. So I came back home to Hamilton and then I became a commuter uh, to school at Ryerson while still interning. So I continued interning throughout the summer of 2017 and then into my school year while commuting and continued doing classes like half online and half on campus. So like it was less uh, time on the go train. So during all of that time with the interning, I interned at three different fashion startups within a span of, I think, two years, which is where I learned a lot of, of like what I do now for businesses through Be Mindful Studio, the social media consultancy. So I was like managing social media accounts, doing email campaigns, all the digital, like writing blog posts, all of that for these businesses. And I quite enjoyed myself. I was starting to lean more towards wanting to do that as opposed to buying the whole reason I started at Ryerson in the first place and chose my specific program. But I also was in um, Ryerson's Fashion Zone, which is like an incubator for startups. So um, at each internship, my boss or the person I reported to was the founder of the company. So I was working with entrepreneurs and there was something very exciting to me about like running your own business. And I was like learning from entrepreneurs themselves, but I really had no idea what um, business I could start. But like in my mind, I was like, I want to start a business. I just don't know what it would be. I didn't really have a product idea. I don't really believe the world needs any more products, but um, yeah, I, I just didn't know what business I wanted uh, to start. But then somebody gave me the idea that from my blog that I'd been running in the background through school and interning, that I was really good at social media and they're like, you should do this for other people. So I was like, hmm, that's interesting. So I discovered the... Um, summer company program through Ryerson, but because I was at home in Hamilton, I looked into doing the summer company grant program that's run by the uh, government of Ontario with the Hamilton Business Center that's downtown at City Hall, and I looked into doing that, and so, like, I applied to do that, and um, I started my business and it kind of happened all very quickly and didn't really feel like a business at first. It just kind of felt like, um, oh gosh, like I had the skill of social media and I was like monetizing it. Um, and that was my summer job for the summer of 2018 was, um, my, my little mini social media agency. I called it, I named it Kiss Collective Social. And uh, that was sort of how I started um, my journey into entrepreneurship. And I ended up leaving my last internship to start my business.
So after I finish this uh, summer company program with the city of Hamilton, I'll kind of just talk about like what that entails. So you basically get um, all this free business training from the city's uh, small business advisors and like a bunch of experts they bring in and you get assigned a few mentors and you also get grant money. So you get $1,500 at the beginning to sort of like cover your startup expenses and then as like a congrats you finish this four month program you get the other $1,500 which is totally up to you like you decide what you do with that money. So the program is meant for uh students who are like leaving a year of school whether it be high school college university even like your master's and all that and then you're going back to school in the fall so i totally intended on going back to school um but i i just like i kept saying to um Jagitia and jody the uh two business officers at the city i'm like wow i learned so much more about business from like you guys in this program and like just having like the mentors like one of my favorite mentors was Katie she was like the marketing mentor she's lovely to talk to I feel like I just like learned more from that than I did like my commerce classes at Ryerson which I thought was kind of odd and weird because like this was this free program I was taking part in and like I'm paying Ryerson to like teach me this stuff but this program was way more informative, I guess, just because it's like more applied and I was actually running a business. And I feel like the only way to learn how to run a business is to like actually do it. Um, when I finished the program, I like can't recommend the Hamilton Small Business Center or it might just be Hamilton Business Center like enough. They're on the first floor of City Hall. You can like book a consultation with them if you have any questions about things. They're very, very helpful. Um, I think they even have like, they used to be like in-person workshop, but they might be online right now. Um, like webinars, like 10 steps to starting a business, super, super helpful. So I went back to Ryerson in the fall of 2018. So two years ago now. And I, uh, I did my classes online because I didn't want to commute and I continued to run my social media agency. So the whole thing with the program is like, you can continue the business if you want because like you started it it's yours you registered the business name or you could choose to stop the business and just make it a summer thing or maybe you discovered entrepreneurship really wasn't for you and this was kind of like a trial run and that's kind of why the program intrigued me in the first place it was like a little experiment to see if I liked it or not because I'd been spending so much time with entrepreneurs I was like entrepreneurship sounds really cool is it for me and I discovered it totally was for me which was really cool a lot of people don't continue their business outside of summer company. It's just something that they do um, for the summer. Um, but I'm one of the people that in like the cohort I was a part of that actually continued their business and actually still continues it to this day just under a different name. So September 2018, I'm doing classes online with Ryerson. I'm running my blog still in the background and I'm running my business so that was kind of like my part-time job while I was still in school but I was enjoying my business way more than going to school obviously and I was my mindset was like I have this these uh these skills this knowledge already and I'm creating systems and I'm able to get clients and 
um, when you do your pitch, like, or at least when I do my pitch of like my services and how I'm able to help your business with social media, people always ask to see like references of past work that you've done. Uh, so like a portfolio or like what do your accounts even look like? So they'll want to look at my Instagram to see what I'm doing. Always, always asking for references. And I had all that information to show them. Nobody ever asked me about my education. Nobody was like, where did you go to school? What degree or diploma do you have? Like, no, they were just like, have you worked? Like, how long have you been doing this? And let's see some work that you've done. And I told them I've been doing this for like a few years interning. You know, I studied business, which I did. And I showed them my past work. So in my mind, no one was asking me about education. And I feel like the work kind of speaks for itself. I made the decision in November 2018. And like, I haven't really talked about this anywhere. Only my closest friends and family know this about me. But um, in November 2018, I decided to withdraw from my program at Ryerson because I felt like it really wasn't serving me. Uh, yeah, I had my mom come with me to, to do the process at the at the school because I had to go into Toronto, which like I hated, hated commuting. But I went into Toronto and had a few different people sign the forms before like officially handing everything over to them. And I felt like this giant weight had been lifted off my shoulders. Um, I never really felt like a typical university student. It, I don't really think it was meant for me. I'm just going to like bring in some astrology, spiritual stuff in here. But uh, I'm a Gemini sun with a Pisces moon. And then my Aries, uh, my Saturn is an Aries. So if you know anything about astrology, uh, just by like hearing that, uh, <clears throat> definitely kind of like it, people, like, um, I've had my needle chart reading and uh, it's just like inevitable that I was going to become an entrepreneur at some point in my life. So if it didn't happen in 2018, it, it would have happened at another point in my life. But uh, just the Gemini energy, always wanting to do something different, something new. Like you can do that when you work for yourself. Like I'm starting this podcast as something different, something new. And like I can decide to do it because I work for myself. Also having just the freedom to like change things and the autonomy works really well. Um, the Pisces moon, I'm super creative. So I need different ways to let out my creativity, like this podcast and the client work that I do. And just there's many different things that I can do with that. And then the Aries and Saturn Aries is like, if you're an Aries sun sign, you might have like the itch to become an entrepreneur. It's a very like the the go-getter sign. It's like the first um, zodiac sign. So very um, fiery. It's one of the only fire placements in my needle chart. So my business is one of the only things, or I guess career in general, is one of the only things in my life that I'm like super, super fiery and passionate about. Um, other aspects of my chart are ruled by like earth, air, and then a little bit of water. So the only part of my life that's super like I will be fiery and emotional about is my business for sure, my career. So yeah, but leaving Ryerson was one of the best decisions. Um, I am a Ryerson alumni technically because I did complete the certificate um, from 2015 to 2016. So I'm still an alumni. I do have like a, an official thing, but right now, like sitting at the school, I think I have about 24 degree credits that are just all lonely sitting there with an unfinished degree but um once I uh left Ryerson I rebranded from Kiss Collective Social to Lisa Kiss Creative uh Kiss Collective Social I just picked 
really randomly with like no thought because I just started the business and I didn't know it was going to continue into anything and I wasn't really connecting with that. But I used some of my, um, the grant money that I got from the city completing the program, I used some of that to get proper branding done for my business. And I can't stress enough how important it is to get proper branding done. It's very helpful. It helps you be very clear on your mission and your vision and your values and your goals and just everything to see it visually. So I had um, Jess Volio do my branding um, for Least Kiss Creative and I still use the Leaf Submark. Uh, to this day. I love it. She is a fantastic designer and just completely captured the vision that I wanted at that time. So following along with the timeline in January uh, 2019, that's when I officially rebranded to Least Kiss Creative. Now I'm just looking at little notes because I made notes because I knew I was going to go off and like ramble talking about all this. But during the whole starting the business the summer of uh, 2018, uh, just by connecting to um, more business owners, like networking is the biggest thing you can do to help your business, I found yoga. So I grew up dancing. I danced for 15 years. And I've always loved movement uh, practices, so I found yoga. That comes in into the story a little later, but I found yoga and I started a consistent practice the summer of 2018 and I became an energy exchanger at uh, my yoga studio and it was um, it's a wonderful experience and having something like a physical outlet like something that you can do as an entrepreneur is very important I feel because that's a great stress reliever it's a way to be in the moment and be mindful of kind of what's going on or if you feel overwhelmed or anything from your business, I'm constantly staring at a screen, whether it be my laptop or my phone. So it's really nice to like get off of that and go do something. And for my first year in business, pretty much year and a half, yoga was my like stress relieving outlet. So January, 2019, we went off with Least Kiss Creative. And at this point in my life, I had no school. I still was kind of doing the blog in the background. I had no other job and I was full time with my business. Now, the only reason I'm able to do this is because I still live at home. This is a very big thing because I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs have um, some kind of job of like to supplement income while they work for themselves. And I'm because I started my business when I was 20 years old and I'm now 23. I'm still at home. So I'm I'm able to just focus on what I'm doing full time because I don't have a lot of personal expenses. I just feel like I should disclose that. So 2019 was a big year for me because my business was all I did. I was like a full time entrepreneur and it was really cool. And um at the beginning of 2019, I started my yoga teacher training. Now, this is where the big yoga thing comes in. So I started having a consistent practice, and I wanted to learn more about yoga and the philosophy behind it and meditation and all of these things. So I started my yoga teacher training, one of the best decisions I ever made. It really helped keep me grounded while being self-employed that year. So the YTT program went from January to October, so I had like 10 months where like my life was like half self-employed, half yoga. Um, 
yeah, so I finished in October 2019, and I'm just sort of now, it's September now, 2020, I'm just now sort of figuring out how I will be teaching yoga and meditation, but I haven't really been the past, like, since I, since I got it, because it's, I don't know, I'm not a, um, I know I will not teach, like, vinyasa flow classes, it's definitely not, like, your traditional kind of yoga that you think of, I'm probably not going to be teaching those kinds of classes, it just doesn't really align with me, um, but since my yoga teacher training, it opened me up to a bunch of other, uh, trainings that I've taken, or I am, like, in the process of taking right now, but we did a lot of talking about, like, astrology and numerology in YTT, which I've always been interested in, but it kind of just, like, really enforced that, like, I do really believe in like those things so since yoga teacher training I've done Reiki level one and I'm planning on doing Reiki level two by the end of this year I'm working on an extra level one meditation teacher training I'm doing an Ayurveda immersion and then I'm doing an astro lunar um immersion as well called the mindful magic method and I'm also taking mindfulness courses with McMaster University and hopefully going to get a certificate um, from there as a more like, um, like it's more like scientifically backed stuff with mindfulness as opposed to the other programs. But this, that's kind of how those things have like transitioned into my life and how now they help my business as well. So at the end of 2019, because I'm a Gemini, I wanted to rename my business because Lisa Kiss Creative wasn't feeling aligned and I did my yoga teacher training. All these other trainings are starting to come up and I was like, I don't want, I want to like separate myself from my business because I felt like it was, it's all I was, was doing. So I wanted to take my name out of it. Um, I still flip flop back and forth because I do a lot of consulting and uh, coaching. So Sometimes I'm like, oh, it should be my name, but other times I'm like, no, I want it to be its own kind of brand, and it also does really allow me to separate myself from my work, even though a lot of it is intertwined and I'm very career business driven, but you do have to kind of set boundaries for yourself to take a step back and and don't burn yourself out and get overwhelmed. So the end of 2019, I came up with the name Be Mindful Studio. And I launched, relaunched in 2019 or rebranded with that. And that's kind of taken my business in a new direction. So, January 2020 comes and I am now Be Mindful Studio so I'm not so there is a separation between Lisa Kiss and her business so for the first two months of 2020 honestly I was trying to because I like to um experiment with new things and everything I'm not afraid to just like try random things with with the business I feel like because I'm self-employed it, it allows that creative freedom to do that so I was really trying to become a like full service agency or not even full service social media agency but instead of just doing uh, strategy sessions and management 
also provide content creation services. So um, have a team member or like me myself do something with photo and video for my clients because I feel like my clients are always asking me for help with that kind of stuff and it's not something that I'm like completely trained or qualified to do photo video stuff. So I attempted to do that. But my business honestly did not do well in January and February at the beginning of 2020. Um, it was, if I look back at my numbers, it's just like awful revenue that came in for me, like horrible because I felt like I was working so hard to like make it happen and it just like wasn't happening. So I let go of this independent contractor that was doing the photo video stuff for me. And, um, and then I, I have here in my notes, COVID hit, COVID hit in March. Um, so COVID hitting the, the world or at Canada per se, cause it, it hit different parts of the world at different times. But March, I like, I stopped offering like the services for photo and video. And I decided that, you know, screw being a full service agent creator, you know, doing all that stuff. I'm going to stick to just me offering my services, connecting with my clients, which I really enjoy. So it's like when I do my pitch to clients, it's like, hey, I'm Lisa. I can either help you strategize, consult, and train you how to manage your accounts, or I manage it for you. Pick an option and let's work together. That's kind of how it works um, for the social media services. So my mindset after letting go of the contractor in March was, it's just me. It's my business. I don't need a team to be successful. Just removing that mindset that like success equals a team because it really does not. Um, I don't think I was ready to take on a team member financially or like mentally prepared to deal with that. And the second I like changed my mindset around what it means to be successful in business and it's okay if it's just me, my business did 10 times better. I don't know the exact amount, but like I, I did a lot better in March. My March was way better than my January and February combined. It was crazy. And this was in the middle of like the pandemic craziness happening. So that mindset and mentality moved into April, May, June, July, August. And my business has done amazing this year, better than it had in the past. And I, I don't know exactly why. I don't know if it's because I've been in business for a little bit so I have more connections um more people are on social media right now so businesses kind of took a look at like okay my store can't be open but I can still do sales online I need someone to help me with social media like things like that because of what's going on in the world or if it was because I finally chose to like say it's your business you just need yourself at this moment to be successful you're still like oh your business is still like a little baby and it's like growing so like you don't need a team. Believe in yourself to do this, and then boom. I've, I've done a lot better. Um, it's always weird to talk about like revenue goals and stuff like out loud, or even when I talk about it to the like I have an accountability coach and stuff like that. But uh, so far this year, I've already surpassed what I made all of last year, so that's exciting, like a big milestone for me. It just kind of proves that like to me that I'm on the right path and I'm doing better at this than I would at like. A job I just couldn't work for anyone else. I don't see myself ever working for anyone else. I've never actually had a real full-time job because of how young I was when I started my business two and a half years ago. So yeah, but during all this like COVID stuff and being self-employed, I really was able to discover 
the beauty of the yin energy. So I'm going to kind of move into like a different theme here and talk so and talk about um some astrology stuff but also like the balance of the yin and yang energy and how that ties into like you may have heard of like a yin yoga class um and then you've probably seen like the yin yang um symbol with the black and white but basically yin a yin yoga class is where you hold a yoga pose let's say for like 10 to 15 minutes and you're usually supported by bolsters and doesn't feel uncomfortable or anything like that um you kind of if it does feel uncomfortable, you sit with the discomfort and eventually dis- the discomfort goes away. The yin energy is the more like feminine side of things. And then the yang energy is the more fast paced, um, masculine energy. And, uh, I feel like too, within business to have like a balanced business, you need the balance of this yin and yang energy. So I look at 2020 and I see January and February being this, like, I was very young. I was, like, running around Hamilton trying to, like, build this, and it just, like, it wasn't working. And then COVID hit, and I couldn't go to my coffee shops anymore, which, like, I still miss going to my coffee shops. But COVID hit, and it made me realize that I can still run my business from my home. Like, I, I, I do work at home a lot of the times, but I don't actually have to meet people in person. I can do everything from my phone, email, and Zoom now. So just not having to like leave my house in a sense, I'm tapping into that yin energy because I'm more calm, not having to deal with like, I don't drive, I take HSR around Hamilton, like I take the bus, but even having to deal with the stress of like walking to the bus stop, waiting for the bus, is the bus going to be late, the traffic, like the people on the bus, how the energy feels that day, right? Like, it's stressful sometimes. And if you drive, like dealing, driving in traffic can be very stressful and it can affect your mood for before meetings and things like that. But just tapping into the sea and energy of like, I didn't have to go anywhere. I can wake up, get ready for the day, come down to my little office corner that I have and boom, sit down and just like do my meetings, do my work. Um, and it was just, I didn't, I felt like I didn't have to do or I wasn't doing as much work as I had been in January and February, like March to August, but I was able to make more money, I think, because I finally figured out the balance of, like, slowing down to essentially, like, speed up. Like, you can't go, 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 go all the time. You have to, like, you have to stop, and you have to balance that yin and yang energy. Now, bringing in the whole astrology part of this, uh, 2020, and it's been crazy freaking year with, like, everything going on in the world, but it's the year of retrogrades. I don't know exactly how many retrogrades have happened. I have a list somewhere on my computer, but let's just say there's 10 retrogrades happening. Basically, almost, I feel like every planet is retrograding this year, which is, which is crazy. So retrogrades usually happen as a time for us to, like, sit back, reevaluate our life or a certain area of our life, depending on which planet is retrograding and what sign it's in during the retrograde. The retrograde, that sounded funny as I said it, but basically it, it, you need to like slow down and reevaluate things. So it's not a time of action, it's a time of like introspection. So I feel like with COVID hitting and all these retrogrades and kind of like the world shut down a little bit, it got all of us to kind of like 
look at things and be introspective in like our personal lives. But for me, it also let me be introspective with my business and the way it was operating and the direction I wanted it to go in and all of that. So what I discovered and what I'm continuing forward through all of my years to come as an entrepreneur is like tapping into the yin. And I encourage you to also, if you haven't been very yin these days, to like, you don't always need to be go, go, go. It's very important to slow down, take care of yourself. There's that expression or that quote, like you can't pour from an empty cup. It's kind of like you you need to slow down and take care of yourself before you can actually go, 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 go. So... The last things I kind of want to talk about to end off the first episode of the podcast is after learning about all of this yin energy and finding balance and what that looks like for me as an entrepreneur is sort of like what the new direction of how I'm going to take Be Mindful Studio. So what I've learned um, this year is that I want to dive more into the coaching and consulting part of my business and and do more of that particular service. I feel more called to teach and educate than I do. I Social media management and I sometimes have a love-hate relationship with that, but uh, I, I can do that for businesses still. Um, but I, I just feel more called to, instead of like take over people's accounts and do it for them, help them through the process, whether that be with a coaching session, a consulting session, or courses, because I have launched um, one online course, the Instagram Masterclass, and I'm hoping to launch some more in the future. And then I also want to be able to integrate, because I've even integrated it into this podcast episode is when I talk about astrology and spirituality and things like that and also doing more like intuitive business consulting and bringing that in there. So I'm kind of like manifesting this whole new title for myself as like uh, intuitive business consultant and social media coach because um, as a Gemini and Gemini's like rule it's a very communicative sign. I I love to talk. So like having a podcast does not seem out of the ordinary for me. Um, But social media is like a way to communicate with people. So it's not shocking to me that that's what I ended up doing. I feel like a lot of Geminis end up in some kind of creative marketing type field or like in PR or something like that. But I really want to like integrate the more intuitive approach to running a business within my business because it's how I run my business and I want to share that with other people to maybe make their process of running a business less uh, stressful. Um, And even this year because I just feel more aligned and drawn to the spirituality part of um, running a business, my friend Amanda and I, we have it, it will have just launched once this podcast episode goes out, but launching Hamilton Healing Haven, which is going to serve as like an educational website, digital services, and online membership. So it'll be like um, an online membership with like uh, like recorded guided meditations and videos all about like what season we're in, 
you know, where the moon is and like different things to do for your zodiac sign and like all that kind of stuff. And um, it's just something that I'm like passionate about and I want to share. And Amanda's my like most, she's like my spiritual friend. She's like very, very attuned that way. And uh, I also kind of honestly just like this, there's the entrepreneurial thing in me and it will be Hamilton Healing Haven will be a um recurring like a monthly subscription revenue model and I honestly want to test that out and see how that goes so I think in January 2021 we're going to do a lot of hype around it the the build up for what it is but it'll be something like $22 a month for access to like our video library with like the audio the audio uh, guided meditations as well so just basically like a whole library of like stuff you pay you get your membership to that as well and who knows what else it'll include what will come up with the next few months but I'm kind of excited to see how a subscription revenue model works because I don't want to implement that within Be Mindful Studio but this is a random like tidbit on some fun stuff like when you're self-employed you can just like try stuff out so I believe that's everything that I have. I'm just checking the notes quickly. But yes, it says end with a thank you. So I want to thank you so much for listening to the first episode of the podcast if you made it this far. So um, how I see things going in the future is the little tagline of Be Mindful Podcast is be mindful in life and business because of for some reason at this current moment, I'm really trying to find balance with things. So I'm trying to make the podcast balanced as well. It's very like Libra to say something like that. I don't really have any Libra in my chart. As a Gemini, my like best friend is a Libra. Libras are great. I'm recording this like a week before Libra season. Maybe that's why I don't know. I just feel like I sound like such a Libra saying I want to find this balance. I don't know. But this episode was to serve as the more business side of thing. No, the life side of things, I think. I don't know. And then I think the next one I'm recording is just me again talking about mindful social media planning, my like bread and butter, what I'm kind of an expert, if you will, in. And then going forward, there'll be more interviews instead of it won't really just be me talking. I really want to interview people. I think that'll be like super fun for me. I just heard, um, Natalia Benson, who I follow on Instagram, I like adore her. She has Gemini energy in her chart and she's an Aries. So like I feel very connected to her, even though she like lives in Los Angeles. But she mentioned like she has a podcast as well that I love to listen to. And she mentioned that it's really good for Geminis to like sit and listen instead of talking all the time. And so she feels that she's learned a lot from just herself just by like sitting and uh and listening to others as she interviews them because one of a thing that Gemini's love to do is to learn and I feel like you can learn a lot by like just honestly shutting up and, and listening while other people speak as opposed to me always talking. So going forward it will be I get to come up with the cool questions, interview, listen and learn along with you learning as well. And again I'm gonna do the rotating like one guest will be more of things, um, life topics, I guess. And then the other, like after that will be a more business focused, uh, podcast episode. 
like just to give you like I guess like a sneak peek or just like some people that I'm, I'm gonna reach out to like one person will talk about like consistency when it comes to like your fitness and nutrition goals and then the one right after that might be something about like why branding is so important for your business or it's another one that I have I'm gonna have like my my best friend come on here and we're gonna talk about like um like maybe like growing up and, and like becoming an adult and she just got her first full-time job so talking about like that in terms of like life and how that looks and trying to be mindful with that and then right after that will be like like PR tips or something or like mindful finances or stuff like that like that if that gives you like an idea on how this podcast will work um but because I'm a Gemini spec it to change at like any moment so yeah so thank you thank you for listening to this I appreciate you so much and uh, follow on Instagram at be mindful studio or at be mindful podcast to stay updated with everything and please reach out and connect if you have any questions for me um, or just to chat you can always uh, dm me on insta and if you want to be a podcast guest like feel free to reach out and we can chat so thank you for listening again and I hope you have a great rest of your day if you love today's episode don't forget to share it with a friend or on Instagram and tag us at be mindful studio and at be mindful podcast Also, if you have any questions or feedback or maybe an idea for an episode, don't be afraid to reach out on Instagram and send me a message. I'd love very much to stay in touch with you. Thank you again for your support, and I will see you very, very soon in the next episode.